This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to your weekend, everybody. Time for another edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco on this Friday with a huge weekend of NBA action for you, including a Bulls game tonight, a Bulls game Sunday, a four-pack of NBA playoff games for your fancy on Saturday. You could sit around and just watch basketball all day if you like. And uh, I know it's going to be beautiful tomorrow, but the NBA action has been great. There's tons of great gambling opportunities and there's money to be made. So we just got to steer everybody in the right direction, Mike. Yeah, and you know what? First of all, hi, everybody. Good to talk to you, Carm. Good to talk to Randy. Uh, I got to tell you, I mean, I did the right thing, it looks like, right now, as far as I'm concerned. I know last week we went up and down with our picks a little bit, but my picks were pretty solid because I just took the series. I got the Celtics minus 145. That's looking good right Mm -hmm. now. And I took Philadelphia at minus 180. That told you right there that Toronto's not going to give you any type of situation. Uh, So I'm looking good there. I did take the Nuggets for one unit. Uh, When you pick an upset, folks, or try to pick an upset, I love people to say they're going to upset them. No. When you say they're going to upset them, it usually doesn't happen. Uh, I just took the one unit because it was a good price. Now, uh, that's not going to happen either, but I'm not going to blame the Joker. That's for sure. My God. One on five. One on five. It is. It's one on five. We can spend some time on that uh, uh, because you're absolutely right. By the way, your pick on the Sixers looks brilliant at minus 180. They're minus 10,000 to win that series right now. (laughs) So, Mike, good job. They're probably going to go ahead and sweep aside the Raptors Should I worry about the Celtics? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're on the right side of that one. I do. I mean, and look, that game one could be a big turning point. I mean, you know, Brooklyn probably felt like they kind of had that game with just seconds left to lose it at the buzzer. That was a killer. And then they did not play well. Brooklyn did not play well in game two. You can't uh, win a championship if you're not invested in in the process of winning the championship. And I don't see it. Uh, I'm glad Durant's being exposed. I've always thought that he was a tag-along guy. He got the MVP in Golden State, but Golden State won without him. He went over there, and all of a sudden, the media made him a hero. Win one is the lead dog. Win one is the lead dog. Don't go over to Curry, who's maybe one of the top three game changers in the history of the game, and say, it was me. No, it isn't. Let's see you do it with this. And I guarantee you, he never thought Kyrie Irving was going to go south like this when he signed on. He must not have. No. <laughs> uh, I, I don't mean, know, the I, I don't know what he thought. I don't know what he thought. I mean, it's not like, you know, I, like this has been Kyrie for years. I, I'm not sure what made him think, let me hitch my wagon. Should my biceps be bigger than Durant's? <laughs> should my vice, should my legs be more developed than Durant's? Yeah, I'm 69 he's... years old walking in my boxers. I got some muscle in my legs. But he... This guy's like a string bean. He's a minute bull that can play. But he's a wiry, like he's a wiry. sneaky strong guy, though. You know, like he's he remind like Garnett was always sneaky strong. Garnett never looked thick and strong, but he was. Like yeah. he's got deceptive strength, I think. He's but... got deceptive strength that doesn't allow him to play every year. On a full schedule basis. So, I mean, you know what? Lift a beer bug, anything. My God, it's unbelievable. I was watching him the other night, that move they put on him. 
He's got a wing spread like a condor, and he can't stop people. My God. They're basically, I think, just saying, even if Kyrie has another 40-point game, they're like, we're going to do everything we can to stop Durant, and the rest of you guys, yeah. go ahead. So you know who, you know who my us. guy is on that team? Another Curry. I mean, that kid yeah. coming back makes a difference for them, and maybe they'll take the next two in Brooklyn. But, my God, Kyrie Irving went and hid while the other guys were getting it done. And he had a great he, game one. You know, I thought yep. Kyrie might – and, and the, all the, the drama surrounding game one, I well, thought so maybe – so did Carl was, Anthony Towns, Carl. I can't even. I mean, he like – 29. I can't, I can't even with Carl Anthony Towns. We I, I, I can't. He's soft, sir. I had, I had uh, my coach, Tom Les, I was talking about coaching six years at Notre Dame where I really learned the ins and outs of coaching from this great man. And he would never say anything publicly about kids. And we were, But there was a couple kids he'd say they're soft, sir. And they were. And that means you don't want to get scrapped up in the middle. You want to take threes. You want to, you know, uh, stay away from contact. And that's what he is. He's soft, sir, man. They, they had... Two 20-point leads last night. One was 26. One was 26. At home in a playoff game, they lost. Carl Anthony Towns, who I've always sort of marveled at his offensive skill. I mean, I don't know how you Mm -hmm. can't, but all the years in the league now, and I get it, this is his first playoff, but that really shouldn't matter because he's been a pro for a long time. For Carl Anthony Towns to play as foolishly as he continues to play with all of the silly fouls, they're not even good fouls. It'd be one thing, like, if he's hammering guys at the rim because he's the last line of defense and, you know, like you're saying, okay, they're breaking they're breaking us down on the perimeter and now I'm going to just, I got to, I'm Carl Anthony Towns, I got to protect the rim, I got to hammer somebody. They're not even those fouls. No. They're nonsensical fouls. He's in foul trouble every game. I, I, it's just, it's, it blows my mind, Mike. Harry Carey had a famous quote, the great Harry Carey. Oh, he's got $10 million worth of talent with a 10-cent brain. It's crazy. That's what he's got. I, I just don't understand it. I really don't. It, like, it's, it's but it's a, Minnesota, too. I mean, Kevin Love. I mean, uh, Kevin well, Garnett. How do they not call a timeout during that run? Wait, they, they had a 20 to nothing run, and that coach, whoever he is. Chris I, I don't understand. I don't understand the hierarchy with the Timberwolves. Flip Saunders passes away. God bless him. What is it, royalty? Then his kid takes over. The son took over for a little while. Then and he, then? Now Chris Finch. Whoever the hell, I mean, Chris Finch, I'm going, call timeout. You can't let him go on a run of 20 to nothing and not call one timeout. It, I, it's, it's coaching malpractice. Totally. Totally agree. How one of the assistants, how the lead assistant doesn't get up at some point, and maybe he did. They're a young team. Uh, what, what did Mer- Merck said, um, Merck was saying, I didn't see it last night. Merck said the Jet, I think, Kenny the Jet on uh, the TNT show. What did he say, Mark? He said at some point, being the point guard, I would have just said, oh, on your own. I'm calling yeah. timeout. Like, I mean, yeah. how, they, they, like, it is, it, it, malpractice is right. It's coaching malpractice. malpractice. I mean, like, what are you Do you know thinking? a fifth grade coach, if his team is losing nine to nothing and, and the little kids come down, they're calling a timeout. It's unbelievable. I, I don't know how you come back from that. I, I, you know, they might not have won the series anyway. They're not good enough. But I, I don't think they are. You're right. I don't, the other kid's terrific. You can't, terrific, you but you can't, can't come back from Towns. it. You can't have Towns as your lead dog. No. And that's got to be Anthony Edwards' team going right. forward, right? It's got to well, be. Well, Anthony Edwards right now, if you said you got you got to lose one, Towns is gone. Yeah. He's gone. Absolutely. So um, that, and then you got Brunson, who I am still mad to this day. <laughs> this guy ruined, like, my the school that I coached at, Notre Dame, college prep. 
I mean, we lo- they lose 76-71 in the tournament, and, and, and he scored 41. So I hear he's available. Do you know half the Bull fans on, on social media didn't want him? I said, you can't take – they took Chad Hutchinson with the second pick that year and, and passed on Brunson. And who did they take with the first pick? I'm trying to remember. The Bulls I, had two first-round picks that year? Was they it, had, um, No, they had a second-round pick. Brunson what? lasted until the second round. Oh, oh, yeah, Hutchinson was there. That's right. They, uh, Chandler Hutchinson uh, from Boise State was their first pick, and then they picked somebody else in the second round. And, and I think was Chandler, No, I think it was the other way around. Maybe we could check it. But I think they took somebody earlier – and then they took Hutchinson the second. I was irate. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Randy could look it up. We'll look that. real quick. Yeah, because you know what? That's insane. Huh. Brunson won at Villanova. He won it in, in Illinois with the with Stevenson. I mean, are you kidding me? So the Bulls took Hutchinson 22nd that year, yeah. and they famously it leaked beforehand that they had told him they were going to draft him, and people were like, really? You're already making up your mind uh-huh. on Chandler Hutchinson? But who's uh, the other and, guy? And then, hold on, I'm looking, Mike. I'm trying to find. I think um, it was the first round. So the Bull, and then they took, then oh, oh Wendell. They had two first-round picks. Right. They, that was the year they took Wendell, and then you they took, took Chandler Wendell Carter, who's doing okay in Orlando. Yeah, losing. yeah, he is. And, these, and you leave Brunson, an Illinois kid, and, then, and you're John Paxson, Jaylen and he's went, in your backyard, and you let that guy go? Jalen went 33rd overall. He was the Well, they're all pick. dummies. Yeah, they're the all third, dummies except round. Dallas. <laughs> I mean, Jalen Brunson in the last two games has 71 points and one turnover. They didn't Are miss Dodge. Now, a lot of that, and I love Jalen. Like, I, we were singing his praises. Merck, you know, obviously Merck's all those games. He, Merck's wife Absolutely. teaches at the school he went to. He's always loved Jalen Brunson. Yeah, and, and I love it. It's a great story. Like, what he's done to help them, you know, to pick up that team without Luka is incredible. And, it, like, the kid can't jump two feet off the ground. I love it. At the same time, you really got to look at Utah and be like, are you kidding me? I mean, Jalen Brunson's torching you for 71. Uh, uh, Spencer, Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie's torching you without Luca. Like, come on, but Utah. But Jalen Brunson did it at Villanova. No, I Jaylen, know. He's, you he's done it every – look, look, I coached against – I didn't coach the year that he won against Notre Dame, college prep. I had coached previously. I coached against Frank Kaminsky. He was never – Jalen Brunson in high school, and he was seven feet tall. Sobieski at Northwestern. I coached against them at Bennett Academy. These guys were terrific. Brunson was another level. I don't care how big he is, and he comes from NBA pedigree. Yes, he does. If you're the Jazz, I mean, oh. for all the issues that that they have in Minneapolis with Carl Anthony, Carl Thomas, Maloney I, walking I, through that door. If you're the Jazz, you have to be looking at Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, wondering like. How? What are we gonna do? Like they can't get out of the second round. They're are they gonna lose to the Mavericks without Luka Doncic playing? Like this is crazy. Well, that's great for the Mavericks and good for them because Brunson's stepping up and everybody else. I love but it. I agree with you on that. Here's the thing about the kid, uh, the the guy on Utah. He doesn't play defense. No, none, none. And I can't. And the Knicks can't none. wait to try to get him. Good. I, to, enjoy I, Donovan Mitchell in New York that doesn't play defense. Enjoy. We wondered if the Bulls should try to get him. I mean, I I don't know. I, I did. Uh, well, I, you know the Bulls. Well, they're. I got I got big plans for the Bulls. I heard you do. I'm All right, so we're good. we're gonna preview that game a little oh. bit. We, we're gonna spend a lot of time. We'll talk to Luke Pergandy coming up. Then Mike and I are gonna spend some time. Getting you ready for Game 3 tonight. No Chris Middleton. You talk about a series price that has shrunk. I mean, the Bulls were 8-1 to one to win the series. They're down to plus 225 to win the series because they did get a win in Milwaukee. They stole home court. Can if they protect their home court now? That's if you're the Milwaukee 
Everybody's going to jump on that line tonight. If you're Milwaukee, you should be concerned. That's all I'm telling you. We are going to start uh, diving into that game. Uh, we got a bunch of other NBA action. There are three games today, four tomorrow to talk about, and then we're going to get Luke Pergandy to tell us what's hot at Prop Swap when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. And we're also joined every week by one of the founding members of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells its sports wagers. He's a Chicago guy, and he joins us every week. Luke Pergandy's on the line. Luke, he's never at all. Never at all. What's up, boys? What's up, my man? What's up, buddy? Luke, there is a new favorite in the NBA for the title. I think it's got a lot to do with uh, a couple of serious injuries this week, none bigger than... Devin Booker uh, out in Phoenix and how that could change the landscape in the West. Chris Middleton, of course, is out for the Bucks, But the Golden State Warriors, who have looked like a buzzsaw, some of that I think is maybe more indicative of just how bad the Denver Nuggets are. Five on one. <laughs> five on one, as Mike said. Right. But the Warriors look phenomenal, and they are now the three-to-one favorite. So I got to imagine people are running to the website and the app to see what kind of Warriors tickets are available. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talked on the show a couple of weeks ago. We sold the Warriors to win the West. It was odds of, like, uh, plus 500. And then just to win the West, I mean, yeah, we've been selling Warriors tickets, like hotcakes, in, in this month. Um, and I get it, you know. Uh, if, if the Suns are indeed without Devin Booker for an extended period of time, obviously you have to upgrade Golden State. Oh, yeah. you got to upgrade Golden State. I mean, Chris Paul is not going to get it done unless he's got Devin Booker, and that's no uh, deal on Chris Paul. i got to talk about this Bulls ticket. Uh, I yeah. saw it last night. I retweeted it. A nice $10,000 Bulls championship ticket sold for 69 bucks. Odds of 145 to 1 for the buyer. This is a great buy for 69 bucks. He could collect 10,100 and the original buyer made some change. Just doesn't believe that the Bulls will do it, right, Luke? Yeah. Um, you know, it the Bulls obviously if Chris Middleton sits out for an extended period of time, like they have a chance. Yep. Like I, we talked last week about how they were, you know, the Bucks were like minus 500, minus 700 to win the series and with Chris Middleton that's probably fair. Um, but you know, it's, it's really a one, two punch between him and Giannis. Like that's without, without Chris, this is a totally different Milwaukee team. And we, we all know how good DeMar DeRozan is, his, his mid range jumper is probably the best in the game. Um, so they got a shot and, and obviously with PropSwap, all you have to do is just that yards have to improve and then you can flip that ticket. So, yeah, they, if they can just get a, a two, one lead in the yeah, series, that it. ticket triples. You know, in They're value, only two-point so. favorites, Milwaukee, I, I, tonight. Everybody's got them, and it's minus 225. They're treating Middleton like he's a hobo, like he was not a big part of what happened last year. All contraire. No, I, part, I yeah. would say he's the best wingman that Giannis could have, and he's gone, right, for a while. Yeah, I think he is. I agree with that. I, I, but I also think Luke just hit it on the head, though, and I don't want to mm-hmm. – 
I don't get wanna, it early. I don't want to poo poo the Bulls or rent, but like it's still. So wait, was that ticket for a? That ticket was for not just the series, or was that ticket for a? The, no, it was to win the championship. To win the championship. Okay, so Luke. That was my fault. I so, no, that. it's okay. Luke hit it on the head though. What yeah. what that buyer should hope is that the Bulls do take a two one lead tonight, or they take the series, or and then I'd be flipping it because it's still oh, let's yeah. fake it. Let, let's say let's uh, yep. let's uh, say it. I mean, it's very unlikely that they're going to be able to navigate uh, their way through the East when you look at Philly or or, or the Celtics, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I. You know, I'm bull fan till I die, but yeah. um, this team, Vooch is not the guy that's going to be able to guard Embiid. Um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, and and Boston looks great. Uh, the Heat, the Heat would be yeah, the, Miami. The Heat yeah. would beat the Bulls. Yeah, yeah, the Heat would beat the Bulls for sure. So you'd, they'd be a, a relative underdog in all three of those uh, series: Philly, Boston, or Miami. Um, so, but all, all you got to do is is take a take a lead in this series and yeah. and maybe just advance and this thing this ticket triples if not quadruples in value. Um, and then lastly, um, we sold going into hockey. This this is a crazy ticket. It was a two thousand dollar parlay on Kansas to win the national championship. That of course won, and all he needs is the Avalanche oh. to win the West. Oh man. Um, to win the West, and oh wow! Just to win the West, they're like they're like plus one thirty to win the West. They yeah. are a heavy, yep. heavy favorite. The Colorado Avalanche are, um, and he sold it for eighteen grand wow. on prop swap uh, nice. this week. So two grand into eighteen k, oh. um, and has potential to cash around fifty. So um, Darren Ravel tweeted that last night. Um, so it's just just you know two k into eighteen k guaranteed and. You know, the buyer gets the best price in the universe on, on the Avalanche. That is absolutely phenomenal. 2000 into 18. Luke, have a great weekend, buddy. Enjoy all the NBA action. There's a lot this weekend, and we'll uh, chat again next Friday. Thanks, boys. Thanks See for having Mike. There's, See you later, Luke. There's our guy, Luke oh Pergandy. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Luke Pergandy. So the Bulls and the Bucks tonight, this line is uh, hung somewhere around two and a half, even out to three. I saw this morning where some money was coming in on the Milwaukee Bucks to drive it out to three. 222.5 is the total in the game. Uh, the Chris Middleton loss is a significant Huge. one. Yeah, I mean, and everybody's been... acting like, look, I'm going to tell everybody this. You lose Devin Booker and Chris Middleton, you should be concerned if you're those teams. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, especially because Allen and uh, Connaughton have really struggled to shoot the ball, too. Um, and maybe they snap out of it. Chris Middleton but... on that team right now. He won a championship as the second best player on that team. It's like, I mean, I'm sorry. Any, any championship caliber team that loses their number two guy that compliments the number one guy as good as he is. I mean, we know what the Bulls are going to do. Donovan, he's got to put two, three guys. They just do what they do to Durant and make the other guys try to beat. And I'd continue to put him on the line. We're seeing it again. This is like the one Achilles heel, 17 to 29 from the line in the series for Giannis. So that's a little bit below 60%. Yeah, that's not good. This guy's been carrying that team and took Milwaukee. Milwaukee to a championship and you play deep. We saw that with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. You play deep every single year. Bulls have some uh, good trends at home this season. The Bulls are 25 and 16 against the number at home. That's tied for the second best mark in the NBA behind only Memphis. Ties them with Golden State actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately they weren't too good as a home dog for whatever reason and they are a small home dog tonight just 4 and 8 but still the Bulls have been a pretty good cover at home. Mm-hmm. I lost on Zach's over 20 
23.5 total in Game 2. I might go back to the well on Zach tonight. I just feel like at some point he's going to pop a big one offensively. His numbers come down a little bit. It's 22.5. I think I might put a little couch change on Zach's over tonight. I kind of like a little over on Patrick Williams, too. Like, he looked more aggressive and assertive. Uh, in you game like two, Mike. All year. Yeah, and his total's eight and a half tonight. Just if I you like, want some player I like props. I like that one uh, with the over because you know what? I mean, everybody's expecting DeRozan to do the same thing. I think it'll be more even balanced scoring. Middleton's not going to be there, folks. So I, I'm not. I'm going to have a pick for this game. I got two picks for this game uh, like later it. on uh, to see what happens. But uh, the Bulls are hitting. A, see injuries. What's with the load management stuff? That's all I hear about. It's going to save these guys for the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you got everybody getting hurt. It's funny though, Booker. Doncic and these guys usually are the guys that want to play the full schedule. So uh, Doncic got hurt in the last game of the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so but he Ooh. he's going to come back, and you know, Utah Utah's got a big big ton of pressure on. Yes. Him right now. Speaking of that Booker injury in the late game tonight, Suns and Pels, um, we have that game in New Orleans now one one, and the Pel all three teams tonight. By the way, all three home teams tonight mm-hmm. are underdogs. How about that? The Pels are getting two. In that game against the Suns, the total is 216. Uh, Phoenix without Devin Booker, look, they haven't been quite as good. They still went 8-6 and six straight up without him, but their offensive efficiency numbers are considerably lower without Devin Booker. So that's a serious injury, as you mentioned, for the Phoenix Suns. And the way Brandon Ingram's playing right now, uh, he, looks like a, he looks like a freight train. So I don't know. I mean, you I, know I, what? It's everybody, everybody that thinks Chris Paul's a top-five point guard of all time. Tonight's his night. Tonight's his night. Please. He'll take it over. Booker, he don't need him. Everybody knows that Chris Paul can play. Can't Chris Paul win? He yeah, Now, you always get, I know, Carmen, how you feel about the one Super Bowl winner. How yeah. do you feel about a guy that's 37 years old that's considered one of the top five point guards that's never won diddly? He never that's won a championship. Problem. I never. know. It's the one thing that hangs over Chris well, Paul. Well, that's right. the one thing that always will hang over yep. because if Booker can't come back, now I think he's only going to miss a couple games, but that guy, I mean, he was in heavy consideration for MVP. Yeah, he, he really ma- was. He makes a big difference. And I want to I want to apologize to Embiid. He he's stepping up and I Oh, he's played great. Well, you know, maybe it was because of my shyness about big men from Kansas, although with Condi, <laughs> you know, some of these other guys that were and then he got hurt. But I mean, he's a he, I never thought he'd be this good. He's so I, good. I, I will absolutely admit to that. I never thought he he would, you know, be this good, and I, and, and I, I, I do know he hit that three. But if I'm that team, I let him hit uh, shoot that three. I know he made it. Give him credit. Yeah, he's playing. He's been great. I, and yep. look, the Scott. Got to be fair. Here's another injury. The Scotty Barnes thing hurts Toronto, but even with Scotty Barnes, I, yeah. they don't have an answer for Embiid. They just don't. I and mean, Harden, I don't know. I'm not going to invest fifty million, but get what no. you can out of him now. He's turned into a, fac- a facilitator, uh, where he's going to go for the assist. I give him credit for stepping back and not trying to ruin the flow, but he knows his shot's not what it was. He knows he can't play like he used to when they had the different rules with the, you know, that they had to change because of the way that he'd flail and flop and everything else. But I give him credit. Uh, You know what? They're winning. That's all that counts.
Yep. Philly goes for the sweep tomorrow. Uh, that's, I think, the first game of the day tomorrow in Toronto. They'll go for the clean mm-hmm. sweep, and they are about a three-point favorite in that game on Saturday. When we come back, we've got more NBA action to talk about. I want to spend a little bit more time talking about what the Warriors are doing right now, mm. too, and how much should we be buying the Warriors? Is it more because the Nuggets are so bad outside of Nikola Jokic? So Mike and I will discuss that. Some baseball. I also want to get Mike's uh, opinion on Aaron Boone walking Miggy Cabrera yesterday. That caused a little stir uh, in Detroit as he's sitting on two nine nine nine. So don't go anywhere, folks. We got a long way to go. It's Mike and Carmen on this Friday with you, getting you set for a big weekend of sports gambling right here on the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN One Thousand. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN One Thousand. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Every week for you here on the ESPN Chicago app, you'll get the encore replay Saturday morning from 8 to 9. I had a White Sox weekly with Connor McKnight. Great. Yes, it is. Let's hope the White Sox can start to turn their season around a little bit. They go to Minnesota. (laughs) Do I, Mike? I I think I might just take a pass with you on them for right now. Can you imagine you sit around two days in Cleveland? I know. You should be wanting to play. Thank you. I I do have some baseball I want to talk about in a minute. But we were so we were just talking to Luke Pergandy. Mm -hmm. You know that that the Warriors are three to one now. They look scary as hell. I mean, Jordan Poole, are you kidding me? Mm. All he's done is score 29 a game in, in his first playoff series on 66% shooting. This is like one of the craziest stats I think you're ever going to see. Steph Curry, who's coming off the bench now. I mean, is that fair? Steph Curry has 77 points in the series. He's played 76 minutes. He's great. I mean, he, come on. Uh, you know, with all, I've always thought with all due respect to LeBron, Curry changed the game with the three, and Curry was like the uh, – can you imagine LeBron was being compared to Jordan, but I could never imagine another person coming into the league when Jordan was playing and actually taking his heart from Jordan. Yeah. But that's what happened to LeBron here, and now Curry is just – I mean, Golden State does a tremendous job with personnel. Uh, they, they treat their injuries – the, the right way. They don't rush people back, as you see with Clay Thompson. They they draft guys that you, you don't think are going to be anything. And I, I think the whole organization is, is absolutely outstanding. I feel sorry for the folks of Oakland because uh-huh. they're going to lose every team. People, to, You know, the, the leadership in Oakland, I just want to say this. Sports teams are important for the development of your city, for restaurants, for, metro, uh, for sure. transit and everything else. That seems to be lost over there on them as they let Sam Francisco take all their teams, but post Golden, them. Yeah, yeah. Golden State is just absolutely uh, right now lethal. Oh my god, especially and now and so I and, and Draymond Green and Draymond's been great. I yep. can't, I can't make up my, my mind on this crazy MVP stuff. Now, um, real quick, I'll say this: if the, the MVP Nuggets, of the year, yes, if if the Nuggets get swept, all right, and it looks like Giannis is is going to win that, or not Giannis? Excuse me, it looks like mm-hmm. Joker's winning that award. If the Nuggets get swept, it will indeed be the first time in NBA history that an MVP is swept out of and, the playoffs. And I agree, and it will be the first time in history that if he got hurt at the beginning of the year, the team would have fifteen wins. And that's and that, where and that, I and like. Did you that's see what, what I'm he wrestling did last with. Night? Uh, he was unbelievable. You and like, can't, 
He's the MVP, Karen, because of what he's doing. You can't blame him for playing with a team that wouldn't even win a, a men's league I mean, at Washington Park. He played great against Draymond last night, and we know Draymond's one alive. of the best defenders in the league, and he was eating him up for a while. You like, know, can I just say this? If anybody's got any doubts about the Joker, the Bulls win the championship if he's on our team. You got the Joker, DeRozan, Levine. <laughs> Okay, I take my chances. I'm not taking nothing against Vuk, but you just said it. Vuk isn't where that next step's got to be. He had a great game. Will he do it again? The Joker would battle Giannis to the death. Yeah, that's a 15 to 20 win team without him. You're right. It's as simple as that. Without Murray, without Porter, you know, the way the season played out. That team without Nikola Jokic is a 15, 18 Oh, no, team. they're, they're in New Jersey with the, pl- you know, with the card that says yeah. their name that for the lottery. Absolutely. That's they're... where they're at. I'll tell you what, I'm just happy to be here. Do you, do you garden? No, I don't. Okay, I, I, haven't, I was a landscaper back in the day with, with the Park District. And then I, 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 the other day, yesterday, for instance, because of the soft during the winter, my grass is a little yellow on the edges. Mm-hmm. So I had to be by some garden tools. And I, I, I was like Vito in The Sopranos when I had to take that job. I started at 10.57, and at 10.12, I asked me, what time's lunch? And she goes, you've only been out here 20 minutes. That's a great reference about The Sopranos. Oh, it's the same. Remember, kept looking at the he's watch. Looking at his watch. He's looking at the sun. Look at the angle. It's got to be almost 12 I o'clock. Worked, wait, I worked for one hour digging the yellow stuff out. I had nine head rushes because I was bending over. I almost went down five times, so I just want to say I respect anybody who gardens. Believe Believe me when I tell you this. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, wow. What, what did you? I'm just happy to be here. Mike's just happy. He made, he's happy he made it to Friday after the gardening experience. The garden. I mean, I never dropped. Or, I mean, I used to walk in between cars on Rush Street, and now I'm gardening. I'm getting head rushed. And you're and you're exhausted. Exhausted after one hour. What did anyway. you, What did you think of Aaron Boone walking Miggy yesterday late in the game? The Tigers ended up tacking on two runs because uh, Austin Meadows had a little bloop double. So the Tigers end up winning the game. The place is, you know, he's sitting on 2,999 hits. Was it, was it Bush League? I mean, they're playing a game in April. Was it the smart thing to do? I mean, Aaron Boone is trying to win a game after all. What did you think of that? Well, I find it amusing that uh, everybody was okay with Kershaw not getting a perfect game, but why don't you pitch the Miggy? I find that so comical because Aaron Boone is, is the manager of a team that's 7-6 and six right now yeah. who did the right move. You're not here to placate the hometown fans, okay? And and I think it was the right move for him to make. It blew up in his face. But mm. for, for anybody to say, what happens if he pitches to Mickey and he hits a double? Right, yeah. And now you He's know what's happening killed, to him in New York? Killed in New York. He would get destroyed <laughs> they, because it's the wrong move yeah. to make. He did the right move. By the way. Harken back to last week, we were talking about our guy Kershaw. Did you know this, Carmen? Now, you brought up the Walker Bueller situation. Yeah. yeah. He might have pitched away. Did Pretty you sure. know that Rich Hill was pulled from a perfect game by uh, Roberts? Yes, I did. That was a couple years ago. And do you know that Rich Hill still hates him to this day? Does he really? Well, bitter. You should see. Go, go to the highlights. He's in the dugout, all pissed off. I bet. Because he said, wait a minute, I'm like 37 years old. He had come over a blister, okay? He was out. But this is Rich Hill, and I find it amazing. I think Roberts is a serial killer for guys that want to have individual (laughs) unbelievable achievement. (laughs) You know he pulled another guy uh, out for a no-hitter? After seven innings? I'm trying to remember. Who would that have been? Seeley, I think his name was, or somebody mm, like yeah, that. Yeah. Hit the guy, to I me, to so so I will say this. 
Maybe they were right about Kershaw, but you don't pull Rich Hill out. Poor and Rich. He- can you believe Rich Hill's still pitching? Randy and I were watching Monday. He started the Patriot Day game for Boston. We're like, I had every Rich Hill still pitching. I couldn't believe that the the line I took. I went opposite Rich Hill because he's got that beautiful rolling curveball. <laughs> Thank now. you. Yes. Oh my God, that he's still in the league. That means raise your kid to be a lefty. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. Miggy, by the way, tonight new series starts. Do you in... agree with me though? You don't pitch to Miggy there. No, I think you're right. Yeah, you can't. I, I, I think you're right. I think he did the right thing. Oh, Kershaw, he might get hurt. Hey, how do you not pitch to Mickey? Yeah. Let's be consistent folks here. We're about winning the game. I think like you said, he's not there to placate the fans. No! uh, You know, I mean, it's he is still trying to win a game. Uh, He's going to get his 3,000. It's like, and and when did April become non-important? Yeah. I believe the Cubs in 2016, if I'm not mistaken, had a great April. I believe they did. Yeah. Yeah. If they didn't. The White Sox did in 05. Yeah. So they count, folks. Yeah. Uh, tonight, a new series does start in Detroit. The Rockies will be in town for an interleague series. Miggy is minus 270 to get a hit tonight and uh, join the 3,000 hit club. So we'll see I how that goes. Happen. And by the way, I just want to say right now, my up-to-date uh, seasonal totals, I have the Rays over 89 and a half. They're not doing bad. The Red Sox no, are Rays look good. under 85 and a half. They're helping me out. The Tigers win yesterday, but they're 5 and 7. I have them under 78 and a half. The Cubs, they they usually own Pittsburgh. Yeah. Let's get them today, minus 160. I don't know if the podcast will be up by that time. I don't know what time the game is today. Is it 2 o'clock? Well, it's a 120 game today. Okay, yeah. well, we might be up, but here's what I'm saying. I have the Cubs over 74 and a half. You're minus 160. Win the game today. Yeah, please. win the game is right Come against on. Uh, the, the Buccos in town for the weekend. One thing they owned I, the Buccos last year. I think they, they were like uh, well, they, 14 like, and 5. Like you said, they usually do. Hey, one thing we should note real quick here, and we got Jim Miller coming up. We got some best plays and all that. But mm-hmm. for the second straight Friday, as Mike and I are in here having fun doing yep. what we love, doing the odds couple podcasts, there's more sad NHL news. Last oh. Friday was Mike Bossy who passed. I believe that Mike was at 65. Most underrated player in hockey history, maybe. Greatest pure goal scorer ever. And Mike's right, one of the more underrated players ever. Um, Guy Lafleur has also died uh, today at the yeah. age of 70. So, Well, you know what? I mean, I'm sorry that Guy Lafleur died. He took my heart out of my chest in 1971. Well, in your Hawks, yeah. Yeah, with a good point. Unre- I was standing outside a bar jumping up and down trying to look through a window because we couldn't get in and the Hawks weren't on. I don't know what the hell happened? They had the antenna going at the time. I'm jumping up and down, and I'm seeing Andre Richard with gray hair acting like he's 20 years old. And Lafleur, I remember it like it was yesterday, man. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Oh, those. He are... was a great hockey player. Quick, fast. Yeah. What a fast skater. Great slap shot. So Guy Lafleur. Back to back Fridays here, where the uh, the uh, NHL family and community loses a couple of yeah, Hall yeah, of Fame yeah, legends. Brutal. Brutal. All right, we've got our guy Jim Miller coming up. He'll give us some ponies. We've got some best plays. Mike's got some stuff on the Bulls tonight. Mm-hmm. I got something for the uh, Heat Hawks game. Uh, that's one of the three on tap for what tonight. What about Randy? Oh, and Randy's going to have something. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he's locked and loaded. So don't go anywhere, folks. we got more to do. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Oh, yeah. 
Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week here on the ESPN Chicago app. You'll get the Encore replay on ESPN 1000 every Saturday morning from 8 until 9. And we always get some ponies for the weekend with one of the best in the biz. He's the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter, at Hawthorne Jim. Say hi to Jim Miller. Jimmy! Jimmy, what's up, pal? Gentlemen, before we jump into the horses, can I ask you each a favor quick? Yes. Sure. Can we end the Larry Garcia yes. batting three? Yes. Yeah. Experiment. Yes. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I know. If Tony says a change of scenery would do him good at different batting. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So I we got to move, move things around. I, a thank bit. you. I can tell yeah. you this: if, if if he has another season of 400 at bats, that means that we're dealing with a lot of injuries and probably right. underperforming again. So Which... it is a little concerning to see that, but. Uh, I digress. It was one of those things that made for a very tough series in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. And thank goodness we get to move forward and look at the horses. So the uh, I know that the track and the OTBs, and there's so many now, I mean, uh, everybody's yep. taking reservations, right? Two weeks uh, yep. from tomorrow, we got the Derby. Um, the, they're all going to fill up so people can make reservations, whether it's at the track or the off-track betting parlors right now, right, Yeah, Jim? and we are taking reservations because you're down to 16 OTBs. They're all Club Hawthorne OTBs here in, in Illinois. We have Hawthorne Race Course as well. But if you really want to get a seat for that day and get, and get in for the entire day of racing, you want to make a reservation. So we did create a website. It's derby.hawthornracecourse.com, which gives you all the details on all the reservations. We are going to have bet and go wagering too, Carm, which is nice. You can drive right on up, nice. place your bets on the Derby, and then head home. Or as always, there's the Club Hawthorne app, which is really easy to make your wagers on. We're trying to make it easy for everybody, but we fully understand you don't have a venue like Arlington Park anymore, which could handle 35000 on Derby Day. It's a little mm-hmm. bit different now, but we want to make sure everybody can be accommodated. So that's what we're doing at least our best at, and uh, hopefully it all works out. You know, Jimmy, I've made a lot of money in the past betting baseball. It was one of my better sports, even when I was a public better, and I would lose like every other week or every week. But baseball is pretty good. But a lot of people don't know how to bet baseball. And the people that go to the racetrack, a lot of people don't know how to bet the races. So you got double jeopardy here. Do you have somebody that is an advisor to people when they go, you know, what what does it mean that maybe Detroit's minus 135 or what is a, a $2 trifecta? I mean, do you have people that walk around, or, or do you have to go to the cage and have that explained to you? No, actually, actually, we do have people that walk around, Mike, and a lot of it actually comes right from our mutuals department and our guest services department because everybody is well-versed and, and is trained on just the easy logic behind horse racing, what across the board means, being a win, place, and show wager, the fact that in exact the horses have to finish first and second or trifecta first, second, and third. So that's one thing that we are trying to make easy for everyone. And the other thing that's really interesting, Mike, and and it took me a long time to learn for horse racing as a handicapper, is there's always so much excitement when you're betting on a race of watching that horse close from out of nowhere to get up in time for the win. But it happens so rarely. Mm -hmm. So over the course of 25 years in this industry doing this job, I've learned that speed horses win so much more often because they avoid so much traffic. How about baseball, though? How about baseball? That's really, I mean, it's a bet that it's not like football, which is relatively easy. For baseball, for betting? Yeah, do we have people walking around? Because a lot of people may want to bet baseball, but I even encounter Oh, sure. How do you do it, Mike? You know what I mean? Do you have somebody walking around giving them advice on that? Yeah, and with the points about Sportsbook at Hawthorne, that's the thing that helps is you don't have just Mm -hmm. the one person that sits at the counter and is taking the wager. We actually have three to four people staffed in, in the Sportsbook each and every day, and these are people through points bet who know all the logic, know all the lingo, know everything with baseball. And you're right, there's so many options for each and every game. 
there's live betting, there's run lines, there's there's hit lines, everything. So yeah, it is. There there are people there. There's people involved. Hey, if they see me walking through the grandstand, ask me because I probably bet on it. There you so go. I'll, I'll help you too. Uh, just that, and you can't miss Jimmy. He's the tall one. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Just I'm scream, six, Jimmy! Seven, walking yeah. around a racetrack. I'm not a jock. Jimmy, when when will the Derby field be set? Yeah. So the good thing about the Derby guys is it's drawn the Monday before the race. Okay. So instead of being drawn on Wednesday or Thursday, and everybody has to hustle to find out the field, you're going to know the Monday prior, and that's great because it gives you so much lead up to the race. Post positions are huge in this field because there's not a lot of speed in the Derby this year, guys. So mm. it's going to be an interesting race. I think there's going to be some prices in the Derby. There's no heavy favorite, but it should be a lot of fun. All right, what do we like for this weekend, Jimmy? Hey, home cooking. We got a winner at Hawthorne last week, so let's do it again this week. So we're all these horses on Saturday. Race number four, bet the two. Awesome family to win. This horse comes out of a key race last out. Race six, bet the one. at T-Burns to win. This is a horse that has speed and a victory over the track. And then race seven, bet the two. Good Mongolia across the board. Another speed horse that improved in its last. All right, so all three races at Hawthorne for Saturday, folks. Race four, the two horse to win. Race six, the one horse to win. And then we're going to bet the seventh race, the two horse across the board. Win, place, and show. Does that sound right? That's right. Building the bankroll for Derby now, boys. Got it. Love it. Talk to you next weekend, Jimmy. Thanks. You got it. Good luck. See you, buddy. Jimmy! There's our guy at Hawthorne, and you can follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne. Jim, Jim Miller. Yeah, so. because you know what? Baseball, I still talk to people. They come up to me, Mike, what does minus 180 mean? What does uh, plus 140 mean? Uh, you know, it takes a little bit to explain, but once you get the hang of it, it's easy. But even as a kid, the last thing I learned how to bet was baseball. Hmm. I mean, it was football, basketball. Yeah. Very simple. Back in the day before they came up with 600 prop bets, right. it was very easy. It was like, okay, you're getting three points, and the over-under back in That's the it. NBA days is 179. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm serious now. I'm I'm watching uh, an all-star game every night. That's amazing. I mean, the, the total last night in the oh, Minnesota game was like 237. That used now, to be the all-star game yeah, when we say nobody's playing defense. They didn't even get close, obviously. The total for Grizzlies T Wolves game four tomorrow is two thirty three and a half. Well, it's just absolutely insane. Crazy. I mean that that it's that high, especially when they used to say defense means everything. That's gone in the NBA, mm. I believe. All right, so I know you said you've yeah. got uh, a good feeling uh, on a few things for the Bulls game tonight. So it's Bulls and Bucks tonight at the UC. Big game three. Look, we know how uh, in in one one series game threes are huge. It's like seventy five percent of the time the winner of game three mm-hmm. when the series is tied at one goes on to win the series in the nba it's like it's almost 70 but it's almost three out of every four it's crazy so big game tonight bulls are a three-point dog what do you like well first of all folks i got uh don't forget i still got uh philadelphia in the series and the celtics for their series so mm-hmm. i'm gonna be doing okay but tonight here's what i'm telling you I don't care what caliber of ball you ever played. If you played uh, high school ball, if you heard, if you played uh, uh, semi-pro baseball, when you heard the second-best player on the team, on the opposition team wasn't there, you became better. You became more confident. Um, now, that doesn't always work because Jordan lost Pippen, but Jordan was a lot to overcome. Will the same thing happen with Giannis? No way. Chicago Bulls tonight win this basketball game, getting wow. two, two and a half, and the under will come in. Bulls and the under are my two picks for tonight, folks. Bulls and the under are yep. the picks for tonight. I love it. I'm going to give you a player prop in one of the games, the Heat I and the Hawks. I love player props. Why not? Let's have some fun with this yep. one. This series shifts to Atlanta. Miami's really look good. Uh, the second game was much more competitive, but I think uh, Atlanta's feeling it without Clint Capella and with John Collins just coming back. But I like Trey Young's 
total point uh, tonight over. Uh, he's been great at home this year. He averaged almost 31 a game at home. And Atlanta's been really good at home. They're about a two-point underdog tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, the Heat were good on the road in yeah. terms of covering spreads this year, so I'm not going to take anything uh, on the side. But I'm going to go over 26.5 points, Trey Young. You do have to lay a little bit of a price on that. It's minus 145. That's not what bad. I locked it in at this morning. Yeah, I think he'll get 27 points. That shouldn't be a problem for Trey because he's been so great at home. His true shooting percentage is like 7 percentage points higher at home than it is on the road. And again, he averaged about 31 points per game at home this season. So I'm going to play Trey over in that first game tonight in the Heat and the Hawks. And I believe that the uh, the Bulls game is what? 2.5 and, and I think the over under what, 223? 222 and a half. I'm going to give an extra uh, 223. I got you want to bump know. it up to 223? Say, <laughs> by the hook? Oh, I got you. By the hook? Uh, I'll tell you what. If it's 223, 221, and uh, uh, 222 and a half, it don't matter to me. I'm okay. taking the under. I'll take the under. I love yeah. it. Hey, what about Randy? What about Randy? How are you, Ranch? I am doing great, boys. And I think uh, tomorrow the Nets are going to win. The Nets are going to win big. I, so I like the Nets, the Nets minus three too. and a half. And whatever it is, I don't even know what the number is. Bet the over on Kevin Durant points. Yeah, there was oh, not, yeah. there was not a prop out on that this morning because I was looking. I like what you're thinking on that game, Randy. I think I'm in agreement with Randy. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Because if they lose that one, boys. Yeah, you can forget about what it. What do you do with Brooklyn next year? Great question. I don't know if there's a lot you can do. I mean, but no, uh, yeah, nobody wants. These guys are pricing themselves out. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Yep. We thank uh, our great crew as always, Randy Merkin. Uh, Jake Cantu, Tyler Aki, thank you so much, guys, for helping out with the podcast. And uh, thank you to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And everybody have a great weekend and happy wagering. We'll do it again next Friday, Mikey. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.